Ready for the interview And if you get a cue Live on the laptop Watch what I'm gonna do Welcome to the show Let them know we got a point of view Hey, yo Let's have a combo Say what you feel Be real, that's the motto Real talk pronto Doctor D, PhD Hit the intro Hold up, wait Gotta be social Network global Home for the locals Gotta be social Network global Home for the locals we're here with the California cold, Lee Jagger. <laughs> but we're going to warm things up. I just know it. <laughs> you know, I feel like last time was like that. You said something and I was like, whoa, that's a good start. <laughs> this is usually a pretty spicy conversation we have. So, yeah, things are going to get hot real soon. I'm going to be tearing off my clothes. I know. <laughs> Jeez, man. You know, I've been I've been doing a lot of spicy stuff lately. I had Maitland Ward on yesterday, who was a pretty huge porn star and uh, OnlyFans. And uh, it got a little raunchy at the end, which was fun. <laughs> well, I'll keep the raunch down to a minimum, but but it's going to be a spicy topic, I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure a lot of, lot of people have been helped by your membership and program. And I know this because I see it come through to me. <laughs> so, so how has that gone? I know you've revamped it a little bit. Can you talk a little bit about that and kind of where yeah. this is headed for your program? Yeah, thank you. So for for those listeners who don't know me, I've been on here, what, twice before? Oh, yes. God, it's so fun. That's why I keep coming back on. But um, so for your listeners who don't know me, um, I'm Lee Jagger, who I, my company's Rock the Bedroom. And so I help women in the bedroom spice things up and um, relate to their guy in a different way. And I was doing that for a few years um, with individual courses. And I found that it was like my high-end course with all the coaching was really what moved the needle for women. And I'm here to help women. I don't want to just sell a whole bunch of courses. I actually want to help ladies because I used to be in their shoes and it's way better on this side. And so I want to, I want all the women in the world to feel so empowered in the bedroom, in, in their relationships. And so I thought, okay, how do I revamp my programs to have coaching for everybody? And so I decided to create a group coaching program and it's a monthly membership. So for a dirt cheap price, they can come in, get like weekly coaching. Um, and the community of women who are in the membership um, are just stellar. So to have not only my support, but the support of all the other women who are going through the same stuff as you are, um, behind them and encouraging them and giving their perspectives because I don't have the only I mean I'm an expert but I don't have the only perspective out there that's helpful so to have all the other women in your corner as well oh my gosh it's amazing it's it's so good so I launched that in December of 2022 and it's just going gangbusters I've gotten so the ladies who were in my high-end coaching like all the all the techniques the big program they signed on for the membership and they're like, oh my God, this is, a, this is even better than your big $5,000 program. And this is like under a hundred bucks a month. And so I, I feel really proud of it because of how accessible it is to everybody and all the women that I'm able to, to, to help and transform the relationship. So I have a question. So, you know, we've, we've talked 
a decent amount of times now. And I wonder, like, how do you think women uh, are women the same and, and, and their fears and ideas about the bedroom as they were when you started this? Do you feel like women, is there the same issues going on or is it like they're more progressive aspect to how women see themselves in the bedroom now? Well, I think, I mean, I, from the very beginning, I think it's been the same. My awareness of all the different problems out there has expanded. Um, but there's definitely patterns like women all over the world. I have a, a woman in the Netherlands. I have lots of people in the UK, Canada, US, Australia, and all the ladies, they have the same problems. It's the same patterns. She's going through menopause. So she's got vaginal dryness can't have intercourse anymore. It's painful. Um, got, uh, women dealing with guys with ED from in their twenties all the way up. Oh my God. That's not just an old man's thing <laughs> because ED can be brought on by lots of different factors, surgery, diabetes, medication, yeah. stress level, lots of different things can. So every guy, no matter how old he is, is subjected to some of those and um and other patterns are like just needing to spice things up they've been in a relationship for a few years and things are getting a little bit ho-hum and they're not really um you know they're, they're like okay well this is uh, this is just what happens right like hormones fluctuate or um you know there's there's the cliche of when you're getting married, like, oh, oh, you better you better have sex with as many girls as you can because <laughs> sex is all of a sudden going to start going downhill. That's just expected. And so a lot of um, women have that concern and are living that reality. And that doesn't need to be the case. That's where who, I come in. <laughs> yeah. Who perpetuated this this idea that things have to go or going to go downhill for that? How did that come about? Well, I think just lack of education, you know, like we, we don't talk about this stuff. We, we typically don't talk about it with our mom, you know, like, Hey mom. So how have you kept things spicy with dad all these years? No, we don't have that conversation. Right. So it's just, that's not a thing that's happening. And also your mom doesn't know either because she didn't have much education either. So there's just all this ignorance going on, just unawareness. And so, and we see it in movies, it's joked about all the time. Um, and, and every, if someone is opening up, you confide in one of your girlfriends, they're like, oh yeah, we haven't touched each other in five years. We sit, we sleep in separate bedrooms or whatever. So, you know, just everyone's experience reinforces the normality of no sexual interaction or, or loss of affection or, all those things, anything, you know, um, intimate related just seems to be the norm. If you ask anyone around you to go downhill and there are very few people, I mean, it's only I mean, Dr. Ruth actually, God bless her soul. I love her. Um, she, she was a pioneer in educating women and men around all things sexual, nothing was off limits with her. So she kind of opened things up and got a lot of women and men to 
actually take a look at, oh, oh, so that's not normal. Or, oh, this thing that I'm feeling that I think is totally kinky. Oh, that is normal. It's okay to feel that. And so she invited conversation and she started us off and it's just, it's getting better and better over the years, but it's still perpetuated um, just through, la I can't even say like it's been passed down through generations because it just hasn't been talked about for generations. So the perpetual ignorance um, is, is just, a, it's astounding. And so that's why like I go live Monday through Friday on TikTok to just answer questions for people, just, just trying to spread the education around that. It's okay to talk about this stuff. Okay. What are the questions? We got to know what are some of the spicier questions? What are some things people are asking that you're like, wow, okay, we got to talk about this. Well, uh, one of the things is, uh, how do I, like, how do I tell my guy these fantasies that I have? Like, how do I mm. introduce something new into the bedroom without hurting his feelings? Like I tried once and he thought he wasn't good enough. And so how do I, how do I do that? That's a big one. Like communication as the foundation of any relationship. And you try to introduce communication in the bedroom and everyone's tongue tied. No <laughs> one wants to step on their, their partner's toes or egos and, um, and hurt their feelings. And so often the the communication, almost every question I get is related to communication. Oh, okay. So that's a conversation that needs to happen with your guy. Yeah. Um, men ask me, I get a lot of women followers, but there's, you know, it's sex. So guys are inevitably drawn to the subject and um, the guys come on and say, okay, so me and my wife, we, you know, she keeps shutting me down. She won't let me get any action in the bedroom how do I convince her to let me let you know to let me let me have my like let me just touch because guys just want to connect that way that's the way they they want to show their love is by touching and connecting and women we think differently so um he doesn't understand why she's cutting him off and so with men that's always the question how do I get my wife to like sex again? Wow. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. common. That's pretty common. Hugely. Common. Wow. Almost every guy asks me that. Yeah. Jeez, man. Because they don't, well, the guy and, and this guy just signed up for, I don't really advertise my men's course, but I do have a men's course. I don't advertise it because men think that they've got to be better in bed. That's mm. why she's shutting them down. That's not why she's shutting them down. <laughs> it's that argument that you guys had in the kitchen <laughs> that she hasn't let go of yet that she's taken into the bedroom. So no, she's not giving him anything because she's still ticked off at him. So, and he doesn't know that he's just like, Oh, let's, let's have sex and make it better. And she's like, no, we got to make it better or we're not having sex. <laughs> so, so my course teaches men all the things they got to do outside of the bedroom Increasing communication, understanding where she's coming from, making sure she feels heard, she feels safe to say no, safe to ask for what she wants. And he took my core and I'm like, oh, wow, you're amazing that you he signed up. Yeah. And I got the notification when I was live on TikTok. So I saw I'm like, oh, my God, Dale, you signed up. Awesome. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. And he comes on every single day that I go live to go, oh, my God, it worked. Like they were sitting next to each other on the couch, watching TV or something. 
And um, he'd been implementing some of the things that I tell him to say or do in the course. <laughs> and even though he's like, uh, I don't think this is going to work, but he did it anyway. I said, trust me, just trust me. This is going to work, but do it. So he did. And he was only like less than a week in and she's sitting next to him and she texts him. Let's have sex. It was so hard. They had not had sex for so long. And it was so hard for even for her to say those words that she had to text it to him. And then, you know, fireworks ensued and it was wonderful. And it's been going great ever since. This was a couple of weeks ago, actually. And, um, but there's this disconnect, like people just like, she wanted to have sex and she didn't even know how to say it. And she's sitting right next to him. So yeah, communication people, we need more communication going on. <laughs> yeah. And all, and all things did, did she know that he was, that he got the course? Um, I don't think that she did. And I actually, I should check in with them because I did say at one point, I said, hey, like you're going to start acting different for right. her. That's what I'm thinking. And she's going to think maybe you cheated on her or mm. something. And now out of guilt or whatever, you're trying to make it up to her. So I encouraged her, him to say something like, hey, so I'm, you know, I came across this lead Jagger chick and <laughs> um, I and I, yeah, I actually did tell him on TikTok. I said, tell your woman. I'm learning these things so that I can be a better man for you. Mm. I don't, I've yet to follow up with him to see if he actually said those words, but that would melt a woman's heart. Any yeah. guy listeners out there say that to your woman. I want to be a better man for you. I want you to feel loved. I want you to feel um, cared for. I want you to feel like I'm listening to you. I that's, I want you to feel safe. And I'm trying to be a better man for you. So feel free to not hint for me what would do that for you. Tell me directly. It would make me feel wonderful, loved, cared for, listened to, admired. I It would make me feel safe if you did this specifically. Like, ladies, don't hint at your guy. Give Don't hint. Him direct, yeah. <laughs> he wants an, a step A, step B, step C, a roadmap because he wants to get to your heart, but he's going about it sometimes in different ways than you want him to go about it. So tell him he wants to get it right. <laughs> Let him know how to get it right. Right. So funny. These feel like obvious, but it's not obvious to a, a lot of people, you know, it's, and it's a, uh, and I wonder, do you have a lot of single people who also tune into these live sessions and they have, is there, are their questions different than the married couples? I, I get a lot more confidence questions from confidence. single ladies. Like, you know, when we go out on a date, we're thinking, oh, I hope he likes me or you know, mm. things are progressing. We're going back to my place. I don't know why it's been so long since I had sex. I don't know. Um, so the whole confidence thing comes up, especially with, with, um, single ladies, but with old women who've been in a relationship, um, for a long time, they even have confidence issues. Cause they're like, yeah, I actually don't even know how to touch a penis. Like I teach erotic massage. And so they're like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought it was just what guys did to themselves to get off. But 
I never really considered doing that. So once they realize that's an option, then they don't feel confident with that. But the single ladies, big confidence issues, hmm. going out on dates and, you know, they want to be able to walk into a room on a first date and go in her head, say the words instead of, Ooh, I hope he likes me say instead, Oh, you're going to like me mm -hmm. like buddy. You don't even know the jackpot you just won by getting a date with me. Like to have that kind of confidence. A lot of women don't even know that they can have that much confidence. So, um, so confidence is a big thing for the single ladies. Yeah. Funny, right? It's like maybe on the outside, you might think these are more technique issues about the act of sex, but it doesn't sound like it's mostly that it sounds like it's everything, oh. but yeah, like I can teach you over 69 different techniques just for his privates, but it's how you do it. It's how you show up when you're doing it. It's questions that you ask while you're doing it to open him up, to fine tune what you're doing, to get it just right for him and to open up communication in general in the bedroom. Um, it's, it's who you show up in the bed. Like if you show up all very hesitant and shy and you're trying to do these techniques, they're not going to feel that great, <laughs> honestly. But if you show up like Beyonce strutting onto her stage and totally owning it, oh, things are going to feel way different. Like you, you, you automatically seem way more sexy for one thing when you show up confident, plus you're going to enjoy what you're doing more and therefore you're going to be more sensual with it. It's going to be less robotic. Um, you're going to be getting into it. You're going to be, you know, being more playful with him, more creative. You'll be making up your own little techniques as you go. So yeah, it, the techniques themselves are they're a vehicle really to deliver connection to your yeah. guy. It's not the techniques themselves. It's how you do it, how you show up when you do it and all the conversation that happens because of you doing it. So yeah, it, it, there's so much more to it's it. And people don't realize that when they first jump into my membership, they're like, yeah, okay. I want to spice a few things up. I'm going to surprise my guy. I mean, Valentine's day is coming up. So there's like a special going on and everyone's getting the, the thing. And then they realize, oh, yeah, we don't talk about this stuff. No <laughs> wonder things are going downhill. We've never talked about this stuff. So that I mean, I tell people, yeah, I teach erotic massage. But what I really teach is all the other foundational stuff through the erotic massage. That makes the difference. Right, right. No, it makes a lot of sense. And it's interesting. You had mentioned a couple of times about how like, and people were saying, oh, I just haven't done this in a long time. I haven't had sex in a long time. Does that, I mean, there are statistics on this that talk about this, but are you noticing that there's just a lot of people that just aren't having sex on a regular basis, actually, and yes. they're struggling to try to get to that point? Yes. Uh, well, there's two sides of the coin there. There, there are a lot. The coin is, yeah, a lot of people are not having sex. One side of the coin is I'm not having sex because my libido is tanked. Like I don't have a libido. Maybe it's um, a hormone issue. It's usually hormone issues. If you're going through any kind of menopause, 
And some women, even premenopause, they have zero libido. That was me. Long time ago, I had no libido. Now I do have a libido and it, and and I've since then gone through menopause. So it's it's largely up there. Mm. So I, I just don't feel like having sex. That's one group. The other group is I don't want to have sex. Like I, too much has gone on, too much water under the bridge. All those little niggling unspoken dissatisfactions have amounted to a big pile of resentment. And now they're not even turned on to their guy anymore. And it's just like, I just despise you. And I don't ever want to have sex with you. There's that going on. And, and I can help both people. (laughs) I can help women connect with their guy. And I can help women totally change their libido, which is very surprising. When I first got into um, teaching this, I, I was just assuming everybody just wanted to know how to be better in bed. Right. I didn't know the huge libido um, predicament that most people are in. Most women, that's probably the number one question I get is my libido is tanked. What do I do? We're like, our relationship is going down the drain. I'd like to have a libido. I'd like to have some kind of sex drive kick in again. I'd like to want to have sex. Because not having sex is taking a toll on our relationship. And really, it's it's largely up here, up in the brain. Like, um, there's two different things. You can be in the mood to have sex, or you can get in the mood. And getting in the mood will, it is... Not, not not everybody's in the mood when the situation presents right. itself. Okay, the kids went to sleep. All right, we, <laughs> we let's get it on. And and one or more per person is going. Ah, okay, I'm not really. I'm not feeling. It. I'm kind of tired, and it was a long day, and I'm just not into it. But what I found, and and there's a lot of you know books and TED talks about this too, that a lot of women don't know is that. When you start taking action, like if you start making out or start massaging each other or touching or just connecting in some very present way, you know, uh, you're not on your phones, like you're you're being present with each other, <laughs> then that will get you in the mood, no matter how tired you are. Like when you think about it, if you're going to Bora Bora, and your plane leaves at 3 a.m. You got to get up in the middle of the night. You know, you've had two hours of sleep and you got to get up. You'd think you'd be tired, but no, you're going to Bora Bora. So you're super excited. So yeah, you jump out of bed and you're, oh yeah, let's go. We're going to Bora Bora. Bora. We're getting on that plane. And you got all the energy in the world because you like what's about to happen. <laughs> and you're excited about that. So when you can, um, you know, implement some ironic massage techniques to get ex- you know, something <laughs> new to get excited about in the bedroom, then the whole, oh, yeah, we're both just tired at the end of the day. That's BS. That's just an excuse. Right. I, I yeah, I teach women how to not be tired at the end of the day because they're <laughs> just so excited. Like, that thing I did on him yesterday. I got something new to do on him tonight. I'm going to blow him away. You know, so that. That will get you in the mood, even if you're not already in the mood. Taking the action, 
makes that libido kick in. And do you get that from people? They say, or women, they say, well, I'm just tired all the time. Like, did they tell you that? And they're like, they want to make that the excuse. Like, I'm sorry, Lee, this is what happens. That's the number one excuse. I got kids, you know, I'm working a job. He comes home late at night. We're on different schedules. So I'm always tired. And I'm like, you know what? That is, you, you can use that if you like. And it seems like a valid excuse. I get it. I buy it. But that does not need to be an excuse at all. It's because it's ho-hum and nobody's excited about ho-hum. Get get excited about something and you won't be tired. You won't. <laughs> I like the Bora Bora. Uh, Bora Bora. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's like anytime you go on vacation and you're really excited about it and you got to get up early, you're like, this sucks. I don't want to do this, but I am going somewhere pretty awesome. I'm pretty juiced about it. You know, it's like, it's interesting to think about it that way. No, yeah, because we've all experienced that. Yes. I've gone on a road trip where, you know, cars packed the night before. Okay, let's get up at 5 a.m., beat the traffic through yeah. L.A., going to Big Sur or whatever. And yeah, I am wide awake at 5 a.m. I am ready to go. Woohoo! The tunes are blasting and we're on our way. Yeah, whereas, you know, it's, you take a, a typical, like th- this morning at 5 a.m., if I had to get up, ugh. Yeah. No, that would have been hard. That would have been like, oh no, it's not worth it. I just want, I just want to go to sleep. Why would I want to get up just to have breakfast and, you know, start my same old day? <laughs> We've all experienced that. We've I, all experienced. Yeah, that. you know what's interesting too. I think, uh, oh my gosh, I was watching this uh, movie. It was a long time ago, and it was like a comedy, and it was about basically like the guy was getting home. He wanted to have sex. And he was like, I got to get there at a certain time, because if I don't get there before six, she's going to put those sweatpants on and I'm going to go into sweatpants purgatory. And it was this kind of whole thing of like also how people stop trying to be sexy to each other as well. And they start going, well, I just want to be comfortable. Like, I don't I just want to wear something comfortable. I don't want to like, what am I doing this for? Why am I trying to be sexy? Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think a lot of people probably actually experience that too. Like when two people stop trying to be exciting to each other, you know? Yes. And also, I love that you brought this up because it also brings in the element of being ex- like dressing up for yourself. Yeah. You know, like I, I get the whole, I want to be comfortable. One of my clients, Ava, she, um, no, Ina, sorry, Ina, Ava's in Netherlands. So Ina said, um, yeah, like my husband, I just felt we, I wasn't attractive to him anymore. Mm. And through some conversation that I encouraged them to do, it came out that he said, yeah, you just don't try. Like, you know, your hair is all just like, she's home with the kids all day. Yeah. So your hair is all, you know, you don't do anything with your hair anymore. You never wear makeup and you're in sweatpants and all the things. And, and so at first she kind of dug her heels in, like, you know, who are you to tell me, why am I getting dressed up? I'm at home with the kids all day. She decided, okay, for herself, she did get, she put on some makeup, she did her hair, she wore some nice clothes and she found that her mood was lightened. Like she actually felt better. She wasn't all, you know, in a slump and And she started wearing this red lipstick, which he loved, (laughs) got a really good response when he came home that night. And she just decided, you know what? It it felt good for me to dress up for me. So I'm going to keep doing it for me because I felt good. I felt sexy. 
You know, like when, when us women, we buy really nice lingerie, you can't see it. Nobody can see it, but we <laughs> know we're wearing it, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so we're doing it for us. We don't wear lingerie for you guys. We wear it for <laughs> us. We look in the mirror. We're like, oh, look at ow, me. Look at me. you know, it turns <laughs> us on. And so she said, yeah, that's just, I decided my red lipstick, that's my signature. Every day I'm wearing red lipstick. And it makes me feel sexy. It makes me feel hot. makes me feel young. And they are on fire. Her and her husband are totally connecting all the time. And that leaks out from the bedroom into the rest of the relationship. So they're, you know, playful in the living room. They're making jokes in the kitchen. They're just lighter. So it's really, really important for people to still like keep dating each other keep winning each other when you are are trying in your relationship then your relationship is not dying you're either trying or it is dying period (laughs) there is no middle ground there's no there is no standstill you're either like making it awesome or you're making it lousy there is no staticness to relationships it sounds like your next book lee Either trying or it's dying. <laughs> like, yeah, sex in your life. Are you trying or it's dying. Yeah, yeah it's so uh, I remember Ashton Kusher said in a in an interview, keep it new or it's through. And I'm like, <laughs> that's absolutely right. Keep it new or it's through. So yeah, you yeah. just you gotta keep trying with your partner because it also lets your partner know. You still matter to me. Mm. I'm still choosing you today. I'm still trying to, um, you know, just present my best self for you today. I want to show up as the best partner for you today. And and it lets your partner know you're not taking advantage of them. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. He's going to be here tomorrow. So, I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you'll be around. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it just feels like we're... T- we're being taken for granted when our partner doesn't yeah. make a bit of an effort. So and- I think it's important, but it also, it seems like we're doing it for our partner, but really like when I, now that I go live almost every day on TikTok, I put on some makeup. My thing is when I'm on stage, I got lipstick on. So as soon as that lipstick goes on, it's like, Ooh, Lee Jagger comes out. Like I, like Pitbull puts on his sunglasses. That's his costume on stage. He does not go on that stage without his glasses on. That's his costume. And all of a sudden it it brings out that, you know, like Beyonce says, Sasha fierce. Yeah. It's, it's this persona. So when you, when you make an effort, it just, it brings out this bigger part of you, like your worth taking that extra 10, 15 minutes in the morning to present yourself to the world as this va-va-voom yeah. <laughs> person. You How do you know? think uh, women views the male aspect of that? Let's say the aesthetic part, the trying or the clothing and stuff. Cause you know, I think that feels like a very thing, something like a guy puts towards a woman, like, Hey, why don't you do this? But what about from the other perspective? How do does women see that in her guy? You know? I, I would say that it goes both ways, um, but not quite as to the extent that it 
goes right. towards that's women. what i'm curious you know, about yeah women are used to i mean guys are used to seeing women with makeup on and you know doing the fancy hair and we got the earrings on and and all the things guys don't typically get themselves i mean it, it's interesting in the animal world it's the men exactly. who has to you know they're the colorful ones i do i saw some ducks yesterday and there's the male duck and the female duck and the male duck has got all the colors he's got to win the female whereas humans we are the only <laughs> animal species who don't do that it's the <laughs> women who have to beautify ourselves and we're looking all homely if we don't wear makeup <laughs> and you guys never do you because look fine without makeup and so i mean we want you to try a bit we don't want to see old gray sweatpants every single day <laughs> You know, and comb your hair and have a shower. Definitely hygiene is a hygiene. big thing for women. Okay. Hygiene's big. Like you have a shower every day. If you, <laughs> if you went to work and then you went to the gym, have a shower, please. Either before you get home or when you get home, please have a shower. If you, if you want sexy time, smell good, <laughs> smell good. Otherwise, you know, like we're not going down there if <laughs> If it if it don't smell good, no, we're not going down there. Uh -uh. No, you did a hard workout for forty five minutes. Is like you better don't come here without a shower. Yeah, I mean we like your smell. We love your smell. It's okay to be sweaty, but don't be smelly. There's a difference. So there's um, it. Have you ever noticed that where some people smell different? Some people smell sour or just yeah, like it, yeah. it's it. You go to hug them and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, and and other people, you can definitely smell them. They smell, but they smell good, you know, like <laughs> chocolate chip cookies or something like they Ooh. smell good. <laughs> um, so so it's not about getting rid of your odor. It's about just freshen up the armpits or the privates or whatever. If if you've and usually those areas those are um apocrine glands and they are activated they're different sweat glands than the rest of the body and they those are activated in times of stress so if you're putting your body through a um a workout that is a form of stress and so there's a different um there's different sweat glands that are activated in your armpits and in your privates in, in those instances. So that's why you're like, Ooh, yeah, you're ripe, honey. Like go have a shower. <laughs> Normally she loves how you smell, but, um, during stressful times, we're always stressed at work. We're always stressed in a workout, like physically stressed. So those come into, to play. So hygiene. Oh yeah. That's really important. Hygiene. And for the women too, like if a guy is going down on a woman, I mean, he wants some Hygiene. kind of smell down there because, you, you know, he, there's something about that that has that he's associated with sexy time. So that smells OK, but it can't be too raunchy. Like you got yeah. women have a little bit of a wash up before. <laughs> yeah, because we want him to take his time down there. You yeah, know? <laughs> right. So here's so something interesting. A, a bit of, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't think we've talked about this before, actually. What we about when two people come together and let's say they're in their 20s, right? Disclaimer, this is not me. I'm not asking any of this for myself, by the way. I'm just, I just thought, I don't want people thinking like, Dr. D, what's going on here? Like, yeah, no. asking for a friend. You know, 
but it's interesting. I think when people, especially when someone's in a long-term relationship and let's say those two people look a certain way when they get together, this physical attraction. And then 20 years later, they look like they were put in the witness protection program and they don't look anything like their 20 something year old selves. Talk about how people navigate that attraction and the sexuality between that. Cause I've known a lot of people like that who are like, I see them 20 years later. I'm like, Whoa, this ain't, this ain't Baywatch anymore. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I think um, so. How you maintain that attraction for your partner, it it goes beyond looks. It goes beyond looks. Thank God. Um, Correct. (laughs) Because not everybody people need to hear this. A lot of young people need to hear this because it's a very like superficial thing, especially when you're young, you know? Yes. Like there's chemistry. Of course. Chemistry is important. Sure. But don't just go for looks like you can you can have chemistry with someone who doesn't even look like your type, but there's there's just something like you really you're you're attracted to them. You don't even know why or you get along so well. They're funny. Like you just have a great time with that person. That is a good connection. Whereas someone who you're like, oh, God, you know, if if she would just shut up. I mean, she looks (laughs) great. but Oh, my God. You know, like, no, do not marry that person. <laughs> Don't go for looks alone. You've got to really connect with your personality is going to match. You've got to have um, common interests that you can share together. Like marriages that last happily, there's a lot of marriages that last, but everyone's <laughs> miserable. But if you want to be happy, those are the marriages where you found common ground. You have common interests, common activities that you do. Um, you, you're just, you know, there's a playful banter. You get along with that person. You can talk to that person. You trust that person. You you make that person feel safe. Like you're a partner, you're a team. If they're just, you know, hot in bed, that's not good enough criteria it, because everyone's looks will fail them eventually. <laughs> Um, Paul Newman's wife said one time, you know, like looks fade, marry someone who'll make you laugh. And Paul made me laugh. Like we had a great time. And so, so that was just a a nice validation of something that I already knew and suspected, but you just, so, I mean, we, when we're young, we're just going after the hot person. That's right. And we don't realize that, okay, if you, if that ends up going to, you know, you, you want to keep that person because they're hot and you don't think you're going to get anything better than that. Well, it, it's going to be really unhappy marriage <laughs> yeah. if there's not substance behind it. There's yeah. You got to connect in more ways than the bedroom. Yeah. Let's just say. And and if you just look at it statistically, the majority of people don't take care of themselves throughout time anyways. So it's not like you're banking on you're getting this one in a whatever person who's like just going to be fit their whole lives, this debonair, you know, whatever. Like most of that's not going to happen for a lot of people for that. It's just not. No. So it has to be deeper than the aesthetics of it, you know. Yeah. And that's where that's my challenge as an educator where, you know, women are in their fifties or sixties and coming to me and going, okay, we've been married for 30 years. 
it's getting a little like, oh my God, like, I don't want to leave him. You know, I don't want to tear the family apart, whatever. Like, how do we make this better? And we just, we've drifted for so long. I mean, I love him, but I'm not really in love with him anymore. So that's my challenge as an educator to find out, okay, at that stage in your relationship, how to get that spark back is through respect, through honoring that person's preferences, not making them wrong for wanting or thinking the way that they do. Um, having a lot of communication and making it okay for that other person to be different than you and to just honor them wherever they're at. Um, that that's the foundation of what I do, um, with couples who've been uh, together for a long time. Although that's a great foundation to start out any, any time, you know, even that's why the single ladies actually enjoy my program as well, because they're starting off on this this good foot, this strong foundation of, okay, let's not let things build up. Let's really like deal with things as they come up and find out just how compatible are we? Can we work through these things? Because if one person's willing to work through things and the other guy, just the other person is not man or woman, that's going to be a hard relationship to navigate. So, um, so yeah, it it comes down to a lot of um a lot of curiosity, I think, as as a person in a relationship, instead of, you know, why did you do that or why is it that you think that way? And and it's sort of like made to be wrong. But if you could just be curious and like, so I'm curious, why do you see that from your point of view like I, I I see it from a different point of view so I'm just trying to understand how it is that you think about that because that's foreign to me then there's no nobody's on the defense then it's just a conversation and you allow the other person to be different than you and your partner they're not going to be the same as you and they're not oh you're never going to agree on everything so uh, people kind of forget that they make their partner wrong for saying or doing things that they don't think should be said or done. Most definitely. <clears throat> and you talked yeah. about, you know, let's say people in their fifties, but like the, the younger people, do they come to you with different things than maybe someone, obviously if someone's been married a long time, but is there a crossover, like you said, the confidence thing or what, or, or the younger people dealing with, different challenges because of the social media element and the swiping element and the difficulties in connecting with someone? Well, um, there's, yeah, there, there are differences in that when, when you've been with someone for a long time, you know them inside and out. So the whole chemistry thing, the whole hotness thing, um, that just doesn't even come into to play so much with older couples who've been together for a while. The younger people, they're just trying to keep it hot. <laughs> older people, they just want to get along. Can we just get along? You know? <laughs> Can we just younger, get along? Then we just want to get along. Like, I just want to be happy when I come home. I don't want to get in another fight. I just, I just want to be content at home you know 
Whereas the younger, they're like, oh yeah, okay, so how do we get it on? Like, how do how do I make sparks fly in the bedroom? The older couples, they end up making the sparks fly, which is why why women go wild for my stuff is because they they're getting an element that they didn't expect. They didn't expect to feel that butterfly thing again. They didn't expect for their libido to go up. They just wanted to get along. Now, the younger younger crowd, yeah, they just want to keep it hot. And yeah. um and so the you're you're <laughs> I'm teaching the same thing to both crowds. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the younger ones they they just they want to keep it hot. Or if they're single, they want to be confident and feel safe. Mm. Like meeting a guy for the first time these days, oh man, it's yeah. hard for women these days because like one of my um one of my clients, Carrie, she goes to the same place every time she goes on a date because the staff all knows her. If she's in a bit of a pickle and she needs to she needs to get away from this guy because things aren't going so well and she doesn't feel safe to say that, um, she she will be able to hang out with someone in the staff or someone from the staff will walk her to her car, make sure that she's in her car safe to drive away before the guy leaves or whatever. Like it's hard as a woman to date these days because we don't always feel safe. And so how do, for a woman to feel safe and to feel in control and powerful and confident, I think that's the best armor you could give a woman um, the best tools to just be really sure of herself. Because for one thing, you're not attracting any kind of guy who would make you feel unsafe. If you're showing up as a super confident woman, a guy who might um, treat you not very well is going to run for the hills if they see a confident woman show up because he knows he's going to get his ass kicked <laughs> if he tries anything. <laughs> you know, like there, there's no way if I dated a guy that he would be someone who, you know, didn't treat women very well. They, guys would just innately sense that like an animal, like, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to mess with her because I'm not, I can't get away with what I usually get away with. So, so for a woman to show up super confident, they don't have to deal with that whole safety issue mm. because they're not even attracting that kind of man. And they're, they're like, um, there was a study done where they asked guys in prison so like they showed um, video clips of different women or and men, but mostly women walking down a street and picking out, okay, who would you choose to attack? Who would you choose to mug? Mm. Who would you choose to, um, you know, take into an alley or rape or whatever, whatever. And they always chose the person who had their head down, who just physically presented as not confident. Whereas the person who walked with their head up and their, their shoulders back and they're, you know, they're purposeful. Um, they looked powerful. They looked confident. None of the inmates chose those people. Interesting. None of them because you just inherently know, Oh yeah, uh, that, that's risky. I can't get away with that. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm, I don't mean to paint, paint the picture that all men are out to accost women. I mean, that's such, of course, a, no. such a minority. So, I love men for the most part, for almost the whole part. 
men are wonderful and they just want to connect. But women, you know, we've seen movies, we see the news. We're thinking that the majority of men, you got to be cautious around. And that's so inaccurate, but it is out there. And it, that's the, the, that's the idea that a lot of women have in their head because they have been beat up or they have been mistreated. And so they, that's all they know. So, so those are the women who really need the help in the confidence department. And always good stuff. Lee, always extremely (laughs) relevant, timely, and uh, just quality information. Thank you always for coming on and spreading this information. It's good stuff. You are so welcome. I I always love um, coming on here and exploring new new facets yeah. of this conversation. It's never ending. It's never ending. There's always something. But uh, for people who are, this is the first time you're being introduced to Lee, definitely let them know how uh, they can start rocking their bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, they can go to rockthebedroom.com. And there's one free erotic massage technique there that they can partake in. If they're interested in checking out the membership, I will give them 10% off using your coupon code, Darian10, Darian10. And um, they get 10% off their first month of the membership so they can try it out and um, see what they think. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely in the show notes. And uh, I I've definitely seen some of you guys buy it and stuff. And so, so it's awesome. Uh, and Lee's awesome. Thank you, Lee, for all that you're doing and for being uh, a wonderful, positive influence in my life and my wife's life. So it's wonderful. Oh, it's been my pleasure. I live to help people rock it because I think <laughs> this is the key to world peace. You take <laughs> I'm telling you, laugh. come on, people. Not enough people having that. sex. Everybody's worked up here. <laughs> right? Like... If everyone's really happy at home, the wars would end. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Lisa, I think it's worth a try. I mean, you got, if you, I mean, it sounds plausible as you think like all, all these really negative, angry people, they're probably not doing anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, they're, they're not having a, a great relationship at home. Yeah. I'm sure of it. <laughs> like, I I would bet money on that. Me too, actually. I'm like, I'm sure nothing good's happening there. I mean, if, if, when you think about it, if you are feeling so loved up and you're being treated like a king at home, you're happy at work, right? You know, you let you tap your brake and let that guy in front of you in traffic. Like (laughs) you're just, you're just lighter. You're just happier. And I think the world could use a little bit more of that. It's yeah. like when you, it's like in any like movie or anything, if you know, when somebody's had sex or that they've been, they're satisfied. It's like, they have Glowing. a feeling. There's a glow about, it's like, Oh yeah, you're happier. You, you must be like, you know, feeling good at, you know, about this. It's like, yes. A lot of people are not feeling that though. I'm telling you. It's no, cause that. they're having all the wrong sex. They may be having sex, but they're not having the right sex. They're not yeah. feeling connected. They're not feeling energetically filled up. Like yeah. it's a physical act, but it's not really filling their soul. Most like definitely. they're not really feeling so connected, like heart emojis in their eyes. <laughs> you know, that's different. That's not just sex. That's that's where just the love permeates your your heart. And yeah. when you feel that, man, the whole world just changes for you. Most definitely. Thank you so much, Lee. I appreciate it. You're so 
welcome. I'm so happy to always come on here. <laughs>